Welcome to Hand That Rocks the Cradle, where we explore the journey of motherhood. And today we are focusing on a topic that touches the lives of many women, which is postpartum recovery. Joining us in this insightful discussion is Dr. Bala Kumari, a very highly respected gynecologist and obstetrician based in Chennai. With an impressive 33 years of experience in the field, Dr. Bala brings a wealth of knowledge and expertise. Not only is she a distinguished member of the Tamil Nadu Medical Association Council, but also a passionate advocate for women's health. Welcome to the podcast, Dr. Bala. Thank you. Thank you, Hina. I'm very happy to join. And uh, hello, all the uh, listeners. Awesome. Doctor, so we have a very vibrant community of mothers and um, as you can expect, there's a lot of lack of awareness in this journey that women go through, which is pregnancy and postpartum. And we hear a lot of questions. I was hoping to ask you some of those questions in today's session and get your expert opinion on this. Sure, I'll happy to answer all your questions. Awesome. So the first thing that I would like to understand is Clearly, pregnancy, it's very visible, the kind of changes that women's body go through. But what exactly happens and what are the significant physical changes that women go through just after childbirth? After childbirth. See, the changes are all through the body, right from your brain to your skin. Everything changes. During the 10 months, the pregnancy hormones produce lot of effects and once the hormones go away um, and with the new addition in the family it's a new responsibility and you have to take care of your health and your baby's health the workload is more and depending upon the support from the husband and the family and how fit you are the changes will happen. Literally, uh, see, immediately after birth, there is a lot of fear for the women. Okay. Or will I be able to do the best for my baby? Everyone wants to give the best to their baby. But thing is, as a mother, nature has endowed you with the capacity to ta- tackle the new situation. The baby and yourself, you will be able to take care. So first you have to tell yourself, yes, millions and millions of women have done this. I will also be able to do that. That confidence gives you the energy to do all the things that are needed. So the taking care of your health is very, very primary important. Only if you are healthy, you can take care of your baby. So taking care of yourself, physical and mental health. This is the time. Physical health always, remember, involves two things. That's diet and exercise. Appropriate diet and exercise. And adequate rest. See, uh, for the next one year after your delivery, you will not be able to have a schedule. You can't eat at the correct time. You can't sleep peacefully for six hours. So mentally prepare yourself. This is going to be like that. So I will take short breaks whenever needed. So whenever the baby is sleeping, you also lie down. Even if you don't feel sleepy, you lie down, give rest to your body and mind. Okay. And one thing is short breaks. Eating, even if the, there is a no continuous work, you have to eat in time at the correct quantity. Uh, I think we should have a uh, 
discussion about diet separately so basically understand diet exercise and adequate sleep okay so these are the three vital things that a mother should concentrate post delivery if she takes care of herself she will be in a good position to take care of her baby absolutely for sure and um very well said especially you know the mother's immediate focus becomes the baby right right from the moment um you give birth i have two daughters i know like the second they were born it was all about them and uh, for the child also uh, doctor we have a very well established system because the moment they are born you know by day wise we have checkups for the child and um, vaccinations and everything is written nicely in in a booklet for the child however for the mother uh, i believe there is only one single checkup is there anything else that um women need to go and get checked for for themselves in terms of postpartum checkups basically what are the postpartum checkups they can go for and why is it important for women to do it generally the women are discharged on the second or third day after her delivery she has to go for a review one week to two weeks after delivery okay so that is a must to know whether her uterus is involuting normally if there is a wound an episiotomy wound or a cesarean wound whether it is healing properly whether her bp is normal so this checkup is a must then preferably one and a half month later that is six weeks after her delivery there need to be a follow even women with cesarean can start exercises body exercises abdominal exercises and the pelvic floor exercises okay can be started at 6 weeks okay many of us don't focus on exercise it is as vital as diet and rest to restore your body and mind to normalcy but 6 weeks when you go you should have a checkup of your hemoglobin and if you had diabetes or thyroid problem during your pregnancy you need to check your thyroid value and sugar value okay hemoglobin sugar thyroid these three things must be checked and another important aspect is there is a vaccination called hpv vaccine this is a vaccine used to prevent cervical cancer that is cervix is the mouth of the uterus okay so to prevent the cancer we vaccinate the women this vaccination can be done any time after 9 years of age but most of our women actually indian population only 1 to 2% of the women are vaccinated why do we advise post delivery because post delivery for the next 6 months you will be going to the doctor to the pediatrician so if you also have your vaccination schedule at this time it's easier to remember and follow you may not go separately for this vaccination at other times so there are three doses in this hpv vaccination okay you can have if you have today that is zero then two months later and six months later so that six weeks checkup will be to have your full body bp weight everything checked have a dietary advice start doing exercises especially abdomen and pelvic floor exercises This pelvic floor exercises are very very important during pregnancy. The support around the uterus weakens. Okay, women who have delivered normally, about thirty percent of them 
have what is called as stress incontinence that is leaking of urine when you laugh or sneeze or cough that is a very very embarrassing thing you go for a movie if there is a um, comedy scene you laugh and then you get your wet dress wet how embarrassing it will be so this can be prevented if you start pelvic floor exercises much early women who have delivered normally can start right from day 7 that is one week after her delivery for cesarean women who have undergone cesarean they can start pelvic floor exercises 7 days after delivery but abdominal exercises they should start only after 6 weeks so this 6 weeks 6 weeks check up will be full body check up hemoglobin sugar thyroid and ask your doctor about HPV vaccination that was uh, so amazing doctor i think there is such a lack of awareness especially around the HPV vaccination um i know for a fact i'm due <laughs> to get the vaccination but after this after this discussion that's the first thing i'll do the next day um but thank you so much doctor it was very very important because um you know i i had a normal delivery but i i know women who've had c section and i didn't know the difference between the pelvic floor exercises versus abdominal exercises and the timing you explained that so so well so thanks a lot for that doctor we spoke about the timeline right the 6 week mark which is a, a mark mental mark for most women that that's around the time when they recover honestly speaking a lot happens in the woman's body how long does it truly take for a woman to actually recover from the postpartum experience 3 months minimum for the body to recover completely to pre pregnancy stage it takes about 3 months physically you mentioned that uh there are certain factors that women can keep in mind for expediting this timeline right and for even even after 3 months honestly speaking in the community half the moms are like i still have the mom belly or i'm still struggling with stamina etc etc you said that diet nutrition etc can help to bring down this to the 3 months or how much of an impact does that have basically on the women who are post 3 months post the fourth trimester coming to diet see when you breastfeed the child you need a little extra nutrition okay that will be around 300 to 600 calories people think that they have to eat so much they overeat put on so much weight we talk about not losing weight postpartum postpartum is post delivery okay post delivery and retaining of the weight that was gained during pregnancy they have found out in researches that if the woman do not lose the weight that she gained during her pregnancy during this first one year of uh, delivery she tends to remain obese lifelong so it is very very vital to shed the weight extra weight that you gained during pregnancy during this post delivery period and as i said many people no i am breastfeeding i cannot do any dieting when you breastfeed i told you 300 to 600 calories let's just take an example one leg will contain around 80 calories one banana will have about 80 to 100 depending upon the size one spoon of ghee will have around 20 to 
50 calories okay and see this itself comes to around 200 calories one of the extra glass of milk that's all you might need okay an extra glass of milk maybe an extra egg per day or a spoon of ghee or a, um, a banana this can be compensated by other means when i say banana it can be compensated by other fruit when i say egg for vegetarians it can be a little extra dal or something okay so like that you need only this much of extra calories so people tend to overeat that should not be done people who are already overweight these people should compensate the extra calories actually they don't have to take even up to 600 calories it's enough if they take around 300 calories and that should be by way of vegetables and dals not by taking extra rice and in uh, cereals uh, like rice chapati dosa uh, idli all this ragi all these are all base carbohydrate containing food for people who are on the overweight side don't increase these carbohydrate containing food increase the protein content for vegetarians it will be dals and pulses and for non vegetarians it will be chicken egg fish etc so increase the protein quantity increase the amount of fiber that is vegetable and fruits three times a day is a must get to pass motion freely and to get the extra vitamins that you need the diet pattern be very helpful doctor especially the bit where you said that there's a difference in trying to get calories from vegetables and uh, dal as opposed to just you know eating more rice or maybe have dosa there's a huge difference there which a lot of people don't know about another thing which you said which really hit me personally was you know if you shed the weight in a year then then it goes but something which which is after a year is more stubborn to lose and probably requires a bigger lifestyle um intervention uh, for you to change and uh, uh, doctor women who have either normal delivery or c section honestly in both cases most of them get st- uh, even in normal delivery you get stitches in c section you have that c section scar uh, what are certain precautions that these women should be taking just after delivery these women see the basically wound healing it should be free of infection and the woman should have adequate nutrition okay free of infection is keeping the clean wound people who are again overweight the wound healing takes a longer time and the chances of infection are more so obesity affects it always so pre-pregnant itself you try to attain the normal weight and try to become pregnant during pregnancy gain weight that is only recommended for you not every woman should increase by 10 to 15 kgs okay women who are already overweight if they increase even 5 to 7 kgs that is sufficient so keeping your weight under control keeping the wound clean and keeping the wound clean and dry hmm. even the cesarean wound remember you have to keep it clean many people think that they should not have bath or water should not be poured over the wound it can be after the three third day okay after 3 days they can easily wash the wound with soap and water and it is better they wash because see cesarean scar is generally in the lower abdomen where is, there is a fold of fat right if sweat accumulates in that fold 
and if you don't clean it then only the wound gets infected so in fact if the woman is a little on the overweight side she can lift up the tummy lower tummy pour water over the scar or the wound a little soap and wipe it dry that is very very important and then this hold and all if there is too much that should be corrected with the belts and dresses that we are now you know finding more often in the market previously it was only tying with the tight cloth but now we have dresses which can help in not holding up this abdomen yes absolutely i think doctor you reached the my next question which is you know a lot of women because uh, the belly that happens right after postpartum right after you've had the baby the old way of doing it is tying it up with a sari and then otherwise you have postpartum belts and they are extremely uncomfortable especially if you are a working mother or stepping out or even if you are at home and one of the things we did internally uh, was we did a lot of research we built a supportive uh clothing around this but overall the importance of managing your belly area because uh, we briefly spoke about it doctor i would want you to share that insight with the larger audience as well the belly area uh, and uh, you know protecting it managing it holding it together in the days and the weeks that are postpartum is very important no matter how you do it in olden days whether it was sari now we have postpartum recovery leggings if you can just shed some light doctor on why that piece is important for the 3 months and the uh, period after delivery the abdomen shape there will be there can be three problems okay one is the lower abdomen fat bulging out okay the second thing is what is called as divarication of recti you have seen these six pack muscles no all the strong men have six pack we also have that muscle that muscle separates a little for women especially when they are on the thinner side and if their muscles are not very strong that is called divarication of the recti recti is the muscle rectus is the muscle when it is plural we call it recti divarication is both of them separate so in the middle you get a bulge through which the bowel protrudes and the third thing it can be what is called as umbilical hernia okay so all this three needs an abdomen support if there is a support in the clothing which lifts up the lower abdomen belly gives a little pressure on the sides so that the rectus muscles which separated unites in the middle and of course there is a center umbilical hernia which can be supported by a strong support in the middle this can be in the form of abdominal belts it can be in the form of post delivery innerwear where it is elastic enough to expand to the thighs and tight enough to put these muscles into union okay so the abdomen you get a shape that gives a support and a good feeling and in addition to that when you do exercises the muscles become stronger you get a good shape within a year but within that one year if the wom- woman is like you know very thin weak she needs this extra support women who are obese also will need this because they also have this problem that was very hard you know when they look in the mirror one of the first things is 
oh my god i'm looking so different right so in terms of postpartum everything that happens to a woman physically uh, it's also uh, coming to the topic of menstrual cycle so a lot of women report very very varied expectation of the menstrual cycle so what actually is normal and what is abnormal uh, what should women expect post childbirth what kind of menstruation happens in what duration and when should they actually visit a doctor and say that okay this is not normal when a woman is breastfeeding there is a hormone called prolactin which secretes in large quantities okay as long as this hormone is in the body the woman may not menstruate at all okay it may be up to one year if the woman is fully breastfeeding the child doesn't give any extra feeds to the child then she may not menstruate even for a year but if the woman is not breastfeeding she may start menstruating even within 2 3 months the initial cycles may not be very regular like not a perfect 28 day cycle it may be random so depending upon the breastfeeding the cycles may resume early or late but all should remember one thing if the woman is not even menstruating also sometimes she starts ovulating or the first ovulation may happen when she is not menstruating and that might get pregnant so 3 months after the delivery it is better to follow it is good to follow any mode of contraception it can be condoms for the male it can be copper tea or mirena for the lady it can be there are pills which can be taken during breastfeeding but the regular contraceptive pills which contain estrogen and progesterone generally we don't advise during breastfeeding okay so this contraception is very very important many women in 6 months babies 9 months baby 1 year baby they come with pregnancy for an abortion which is not a good thing so prevention is better the reason they say is i never thought i will become pregnant so soon i mean like that's why thinking like i don't want to become pregnant it doesn't happen right so you have to take a precaution that is and i find even educated women do that mistake so which should you report during post delivery the menstruation problem if the bleeding is heavy you should go to the doctor if there is any altered smell in the discharge which means it can be an infection okay little uh, foul smell or altered odor you should or the bleeding starts and doesn't stop within 7 days it keeps on spotting every day for a longer time you should visit the doctor so prolonged bleeding heavy bleeding and spotting in between all these things you should go to the doctor absolutely that was very helpful again repeating one of the things that hit me the most was you mentioned that the regular birth control pills would be very different from what you would take if you are breastfeeding i don't think a lot of women know that uh, so always speak to your gynecologist that would be the best advice um, get expert help around this super helpful doctor another thing that women in our community specifically are very worried about and uh, honestly sometimes even as a team our our heart goes out to them it's women are by default primary caretakers of the baby of course um but a lot of times they do not get the adequate support that is required and that leads to uh, aggravated stress anxiety and all of this 
with the fact that they have just delivered the baby becomes postpartum stress anxiety and which in severe cases is depression doctor so um, two things two questions one would be what advice would you give the women itself on how best to handle this and the second thing would be to a wider audience what advice would you give to the support structure how to support the woman to make sure that you know these things are uh, reduced and they don't face so much struggle first and foremost especially nowadays you know women before pregnancy they would have been going out very often those days women didn't go out much now it is like you know you are uh, jailed okay for good causes but still you want you won't be able to move out very often as you did without a child okay so mentally prepare yourself for the next one year i will have to restrict my activity if needed but if you feel like okay if there is somebody to take care of the child you want to go out go out and have a coffee tea in a nearby restaurant with your husband go out for two hours you want to go for a movie please move out okay so taking care of your needs important second thing don't feel guilty many women you know if they don't get a little adequate i mean like the, if they don't get adequate milk they feel guilty if the child cries something happens to the child and all our pediatrics comment so easy what did you eat the child is having diarrhea you must have eaten something wrong okay so all this sort of uh, things are uh, ignored especially working women if they leave the child at home with a caretaker they feel so bad when working in the office but times are changing when there is a need to do that i think you have to accept that so don't feel bad don't feel guilty when you are physically worn out okay sometimes you may even get angry with the child like oh why is this child crying and taking my life out when it's okay to feel that way but at the same time just pacify yourself it's okay let me steam out and then, so if you want to cry you cry and then <laughs> not doing your work okay it is always better to have a support group okay your friends or relatives who don't talk nonsense you know the sense you didn't do this rightly that is why you it happened that sort of people just won't listen to you and preferably the husband is very support he has to understand the emotional outburst of this woman okay even if she yells at him unnecessarily he should understand it is part of the post postpartum blues or not all postpartum blues needs to be medic i mean the women have to be medicated or taken to a psychiatrist nothing of that sort these are all common things a woman will recover within a few seconds okay it is just that you know uh, things are so different the life which was very free now it is you know dominated by a small boss who needs your attention so remember taking care of a child is a pain and pleasure the pain is also yours the pleasure is also yours okay so it's part of life and devote enough time to rest that is what i always say use maximum health that is available okay so your mother is willing to help use her help if your mother in law is willing to help use her help and you just want to lie down read a book or watch a movie leave the child with them after breastfeeding they will be happy to take care of the child okay so this way you manage your personal needs and then 
get along that should be easy to get rid of post mortem wounds if it is really severe there there may be a problem like if she tends to harm the baby or herself this is the time when you should take her to a doctor all the other times just listening to her not even trying to give advice that would be a most irritating thing <laughs> just listening to the woman let us see more whatever her problems then at the end you just say okay i understand but this is just a passing phase okay you are doing very well you have done the best for your baby okay take care of yourself this sort of support from the husband and the family will help the woman to recover fast i fully agree doctor and uh, you mentioned the you know the importance of the right people like being around is somebody just telling you okay you know we are here for you um unfortunately for a lot of women sometimes that doesn't happen and work out like i'll give you an example one of the women in our uh, community 55 minutes after her c section when she was in icu she actually started pinging in our whatsapp group because she was feeling lonely and in icu nobody was allowed and um, everybody in the whatsapp group you know just started chatting with her very very nicely they were all there the mothers were very supportive of each other i think if we start uh, building that out at scale uh, a lot of the problems that in nuclear families women now face during and after childbirth will get alleviated with just that community support that that they need at such a time even if it is a preterm baby admitted in nicu once 24 hours are over i tell the nurses you will that we take the mother in the wheelchair let us go touch her baby then i tell her you touch your baby talk to your baby okay come soon to mother start breathing well grow well uh, feed well so like that if you touch the baby that touch matters a lot that warmth and that conveying your emotions to the baby all good i'll take care of you can really take care of you that sort of a feeling helps the father to recover fast and the baby to recover fast this is where the kangaro mother care we call it sangats have a pouch in their abdomen right they put their baby the baby feels safe the mother feels baby is there all the time so actually this kangaro mother care post delivery for preterm baby is very good baby babies are supported on the chest of the mother or the father okay you can put the baby directly on your chest inside your t-shirt or whatever now we have to i told you we have to design dresses to for the mother care honey um in this kangaroo mother care actually not only for preterm babies they supposing uh, you you have to work in front of a sister and you the baby keeps on crying sometimes the babies cry because they just want to be cuddled they don't want to be left alone they don't want your feeding they don't want your soon after feeding also they will get they just want that cuddling mm-hmm. that's at that time you put the baby on your chest but uh, tie up tie the baby to your uh, uh, chest and then you keep working even when you work in kitchen you can do this mm-hmm. so after one year when they you know they don't walk till one year they don't walk if you give this sangar of other care the babies will be happy you will also be happy and the fathers also can do Fathers can also do very important point. 
very well said doctor very important point also i i didn't even realize because when my little one was uh, small i started working from uh, a, a couple of days in fact after she was born and i had to do a lot of this but i didn't have the right clothing which you very well pointed out and we will be on it but you know you have to hold a baby that's all they need sometimes they just need to be quiet they just need to be held to be quiet uh, very well said doctor and because i have you i would also want to uh, touch upon one very important point uh, which again briefly we have spoken about before and that is women's struggle to conceive nowadays especially we ha- we are also uh, hearing a lot in our community about the spike in infertility because of stress because of lifestyle because of n number of reasons doctor so what are some things that these women should think about making changes visiting the right doctor what do they need to do to be able to conceive naturally and foremost they have to keep themselves fit remember nature chooses the fitter okay so optimal weight optimal activity it is a must the second thing is even if the women and the man are 100% perfect the husband and wife are 100% perfect the chances of conceiving in one particular menstrual cycle is only around 20% at the end of one year as a cumulative result 70% of the women conceive another 20% of the women take another one year sorry there is a call i won't take the call is it disturbing no no doctor not at all okay, okay. so if the woman is uh oh no i will just give it up it takes the public uh, yeah uh so keeping yourself fit is important uh the chances of conceiving in one particular month is only 20% percent So give nature its due time. You attempt pregnancy two months, three months, you don't conceive, then you go to a doctor, then you over-medicate yourself and then you end up in a mess. Okay. So always, uh, normal, it is fine to go for a pre-conceptional counseling. Before you become pregnant, go check whether everything is alright with you. Whether your weight, your hemoglobin, sugar, thyroid, your uterus, ovaries are normal. That is fine. the husband also can have a basic checkup once it is normal and if they have no difficulties in having a normal relationship they should wait at least for one year okay then if they don't conceive they should proceed with medication investigation and treatment so basic health checkup fine you do but don't over medicate yourself most of the women with polycystic ovaries their problem is a diet which contains more carbohydrate and there is no physical activity when you sit for a long time in front of a computer work for 8 hours without moving your uh, body what happens when you sit constantly your uterus is in the pelvis right that portion becomes stagnant the blood flow in that region becomes so stagnant so you move every one hour if you have a job in front of a system every one hour you get up move for about three to five minutes three to five minutes is nothing okay you can do on the spot walking if there is a stairs climber just bend forward twist stretch your legs stretch out so this should be done this has to be done consciously and many women have the wrong concept of thinking that when they try for pregnancy they should not work out they should not do any strenuous activity 
they should not uh, client says this is a very very wrong concept okay you see people who are physically active manual laborers people who live in hill station how do they conceive okay because they are fit actually their chances of conception are more than people who idle so keeping yourself fit by diet and exercise and remember it's absolutely good to wait for one year after marriage before going for any serious investigations or medication this is very very important and any woman who wants to become pregnant should take folic acid this folic acid tablet is not to make the woman pregnant there are certain defects called neural tube defect in the baby which can be prevented to a very large extent by this folic acid and we don't know which month the woman will conceive and this neurological defects the neurological system of the baby start developing before even you miss your period okay so that is why the folic acid has to be taken well before you attempt pregnancy not like once it's positive if you take folic acid may prevent only anemia it may not prevent the neural tube defect so it doesn't do any harm it's only a folic acid weak one of the vitamins in the weak complex unit even if you take in excess it gets excreted in the urine the same day so it is always good to take folic acid it is one of the very very useful preventive medicine actually right very important things again uh, doctor like you highlighted one obviously around the folic acid the other thing that hit me again was because we have a sedentary lifestyle we have a sedentary uh, job so just up and moving you know you're like i have this meeting this meeting this meeting and then for 5 hours straight you haven't moved from your chair uh, i think that's a, a very very important point for women to keep in mind maybe not just if you are planning to conceive but also for Uh, the others uh, my last question to you doctor is you are a mother yourself and um, you are such an accomplished woman with a with a massive career that you have built over the years and uh, obviously the times have changed drastically in the last few years as well uh, how have you faced it all doctor how was your journey your motherhood experience and what advice do you have to the upcoming generation of mothers apart from all that i told you know keeping yourself physically fit mentally um fit it is okay to feel sad it is okay to feel you know or oh, tired and all those things i had a big favor back i had been in good terms with my mother mother in law co-sisters and sisters everybody contributed in bringing up my child and my husband was very supportive so there were no demands from anybody so i could do that that is very very important that is why you have to keep a good relationship with all your family members very well said that i think was and i had you know uh, there are times balancing your career and family life is something you have to plan there are times you know uh, when i could not study much it was only practice and the family taking care of the kids saturdays evenings and sundays i used to take off okay that was fine we used to we, we make it a habit you know we we will eat out go for a movie uh go to go to some place and spending that sort of a time and whenever there was a 
parent teachers meeting in the school without fail i will go i'll take off and then i'll go at that day then at a later stage when i started having my own hospital i had colleagues so we started sharing the uh practice career work also the like the um, obstetrics work also we used to take shifts okay so this shift whatever comes i will take care you be at peace so initially it was a family who was doing you know sharing of taking care of my babies later my colleagues in my career as i grew older when physically i could not work longer hours there had been times when we had worked 16 hours 18 hours together but now you know we are able to share the work and do it so that is sharing team work anywhere whether at home or in your office this team work helps to carry on better in your life absolutely doctor wow that was so well said um also very very inspirational gives a lot of food for thought to the young mothers you personally i know you doctor you have brought about such a difference to so many women's lives over the years you have had a huge impact in uh, well every single day it's uh, it's very few women uh, very very few people in the world who can uh, have that sort of satisfaction in terms of what they are doing doctor you you brought a big difference a lot of women are very thankful to you i read somewhere one lady had written that you know i have a 9 year old and an 11 year old and dr bala delivered both but if i still go to her she will remember my children and she will remember me and um that uh, i think that one single lady's feedback means a lot it it she brought out what you stand for uh it was amazing speaking with you dr bala and would love to have lots more conversations with you around this so sure gina very very happy to have uh, done this uh podcast with you thank you thank you it's an opportunity to share my ideas also no it's always a pleasure thank you so much doctor thank you